and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Bienvenue, willkommen, effusive thankages for joining us on our adventures. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Once again, may I implore you to rate and review us on your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever. You can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and Paul read your email out. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop and you can find us on Facebook. There is no other news. Our adventures in the mysterious warehouse continue in episode 42 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Warehouse Classics, Volume 2. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Yeah, hello. How is everybody? Very well, thanks. Very I thanks. understand this um, Mars thing <laughs> has landed. Yes, it yeah, has. Yeah, it's really good. Perseverance. Once again. Got a helicopter on it. I mean, I can't, you know. Can't you? Well, I mean, I go to the shops and I can't plan far enough ahead, right, to get that right. So the idea <laughs> that you would, <laughs> you would send, you would fire this little widget off over such kind of mind-spendling distances and get everything to work remotely is just mad isn't it i mean these it's just extraordinary achievement anyway now where we left things we are in the warehouse the sodden hold warehouse that you have headed to on the lead from one of these ebon triad cultists who tried to kill you when you arrived in even star it's a very weird setup the the some of the goods in the warehouse turned out to be mimics you fought yes. them off the second chamber in this warehouse turned out to have been turned into a cell block you freed an elven lady of high standing a member of a highly esteemed elven merchant family in the city you couldn't open the cell of another prisoner who is apparently either asleep or unconscious is certainly not responding to the fact that you're there he's a tax collector yes so perhaps they just deserve to stay yeah maybe anyway. it's just maybe it's exactly and then he found some doors to the north some double doors touching those double doors sent parker into a weird mental spin briefly where he felt like a sort of strong sense of deja vu like he had been here before like he had interacted with those doors before but since then that sensation has faded the room that those doors led into the floor has given way but has been replaced by a series of gangways that look like they've been robbed out of the remaining planks from the decrepit floor bugraft has sprinted his way across those planks right round the room which is l-shaped and gone round the corner and found a door heading somewhere Parker followed after him, but Parker only made it about two or three feet onto the first plank, and something that he can't see has taken a swipe at him. I'm going to roll that swipe now, Parker. And the swipe, Ooh. I roll a 19 Ouch. with the swipe. So whatever this thing is... Armor class what? It That hits armor class 25. Bah. And it God, does... What's your armor class, Parker? What's your armor Less class? Less than that. 22. Yes. 22 is still <coughs> gross. Gross. More than me. Character audit. Character audit. Okay, so it does 2d6 plus 3 bludgeoning, da- bludgeoning? bludgeoning damage. Uh, it does 2, two 4, 7 points of bludgeoning damage. This thing just come out of nowhere. There's just a sort of. What is it? You don't know. It's just it. a force. It is invisible. And then you feel, another, you feel a rush of air as another uh, invisible thing slams into you, Parker, and hits armor class 23, <sighs> doing a further two, uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. <sighs> okay. And let's roll for initiative. Rolling for <sighs> initiative. Do-ba-do-do-do-ba-do. 18. Wow. 21. I also get 21. Purple gets 23. Oh, you're quick. Cuthbert gets 10. 
And Bugraft. Nine. Bugraft gets nine. Okay, let's sort the board and start with Burple on 23. Okay, so what can I see of what attacked Parker? Nothing. He just seems to just suddenly just get thumped by something out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, how are you doing for hit points? Um, I'm on 20. Out of I have a heal, so I'm thinking what I'm going to do is make move to where Bugraft is on more sturdy ground and heal myself, and that will be my move. Oh, uh, oh well, I forgot something before, but hey, say lovey. The knock you into the water thingy. <laughs> you feel like, but for a forgetful DM, you might have uh, struggled to stay on that. Yes. Yeah. Might have had to save, make some saving throws. This platform mm. at the end is not like that, though, right? The platform at the end is more substantial, and even if it's a little bit slimy, you've got more space to kind of stand and brace your feet. Okay. I... Not that you can see it. Okay. You just hear Bugraft going, Is it dirty? <laughs> is it dirty? Is it dirty? Is it dirty? Is it dirty? <laughs> I'm going to move. Yup. So what happened? Something reached out. We don't know. To hit Parker. Something just went poof into Parker. It like the air itself has struck him. Oh, I see. So we didn't actually see anything. No, nothing. The air itself. Ah, oh, that's helpful. Okay, so not a lot I can do about that. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Okay. Uh, We've got glitter I, dust or something I've got like sea invisibility. That's what I've got. Mm. I don't have glitter dust, no, but I have sea invisibility. So why don't I cast that? Bush. You are casting Sea Invisibility. Well, the moment that you cast that purple, you can see some invisible things. You can see two invisible things. Let me uh, give you your invisible things. Very exciting, waiting for the invisible things to turn up. Don't get too excited. <laughs> There's one invisible thing Ooh. sort of flying next to Parker. Mm -hmm. It looks like a kind of weird... How would I describe it? To your uh, attuned senses, it looks like something almost made out of air. Right. Mm -hmm. It's got features in the sense that it's got it's it's sort of mildly humanoid. It seems to have arms, fists, and so forth. Yeah. An elemental. Well, you don't. I don't. You've heard stories of air elementals. It wouldn't. This sort of maybe resonates. What's the range of your sea invisible, by the way? Before I completely give everything away. I can just see uh, as, as Fine. normal. Well, this room is lit by an ever-burning torch, so there's another one lurking behind, lurking on the far side of the chamber on a section of the walkway that heads towards the far, to the to the northern wall. You don't know why it didn't strike Parker, but it's just floating there. Uh, I presume you can shout what you can see. Yes, I will communicate that to... Does it look undead? To, no, it looks elemental, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's not a ghost or... Parker, what do you want to do? I mean, right, Burple well, has just shouted out, it's, there's yeah, something next to you. I'm assuming I'm attacking it with dis a disadvantage. Well, you've effectively got the blinded condition. What that means is... Right, well, I'm going to have an attempt. I'm going to do the fist of unbroken air on it. I think with a rough idea of where this thing is, yeah. you are attacking at disadvantage, yes. It must make a... Strength saving throw, mm -hmm. DC 13. Rolling my blue dice of power, rolling an 11, that might be enough. Strength save is... That's enough. Yes, it makes the save. Does anything else happen? Does anything happen yeah, as a result of that? Yeah, it takes 3d10 wow. save to half. Oh, okay. 13 
Save to half, so six points of damage. Okay. Uh, uh, that's it. Right. If it had failed, I could have knocked it away from me, but... So seeing as that hasn't worked, I will move back to where Burple is. So You're I guess draw an attack an opportunity, attack yep. oh, yeah. that's fair enough. Okay, uh, rolling a... 20! 20. Now, I've got a decision to make. Do I want to gamble and try and turn that into a critical hit? I think I do. <laughs> Uh, the worst that can happen is it's a normal hit. So, gambling, rolling again. Getting a miss. an 11, 16 is not enough. It's a miss. So it's regular damage, not a life-changing yeah. amount of damage. Um, you take uh, four, six, seven, eight, nine points of bludgeoning damage. And, yeah. Parker, to make a save can you give me... Was that nine points of damage? Yeah. Can you give me a DC nine dexterity save, which I'm sure you're going to make, be able to make? Unless you roll, well, I mean, a one would be very, very funny. It would make my evening. Yeah. But other than that, let's see what happens. By knowing my normal, there must be some way of inverse gambling or something. Okay, that's something separate. Given my Hedging, standard you mean. luck, that's a ten uh, in total. Just damn. made it. <laughs> Just made it. Okay, so you manage to yeah. keep your footing and you stumble back onto the main planking. And we go on to sessions. What would you like to do, sessions? I'm going to move Medic. up the corridor to the door. That's a move. Uh, my little short 25 feet. Yeah, you've got 25 feet. Okay. 25 feet. All of them moving at the same time. Yeah, short 25 feet. Size four. Is Burple wounded? Burple is not I wounded. Well, he's taken three points. Cuthbert? Yeah, Cuthbert's wounded. How wounded is Cuthbert? Cuthbert has got 36 out of 55 hit points, so he's kind of two-thirds. I'm on uh, 11. You're on 11. Why do I have such crap hit points? Reasonably good constitution. I think the choice here is aid or healing word. Right. They both oh, would affect aid everyone. on the three of us, surely. Gives us all 10 extra hit points, or five, depending upon what level you're yeah, on. Yeah, I'll do aid at third level. Ooh. I have no second level spells left. Okay, tell me about that. So the the maximum hit points increases by 10 and they receive 10 extra hit points right now. And when you say all, is that everyone in 30 feet? Okay. Three people it is usually. Mm. Then I'll do Cuthbert, Burple and Parker. Anything else from sessions? No, I've moved and cast a spell that will do. Okay. Burple, you see the weird figure that's further away from you dash to your right to the east and disappear um bugraft you don't feel anything nothing attacks you burple can kind of shout a warning that it's heading in your direction but you have no idea what's happened to it the one that's nearer the one that was attacking parker chases after parker it zooms into your spirit guardian's uh, sessions. Now, when it first enters, has it got to make a saving throw? I think it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creature is... Uh, speed is halved in the area. Creature yeah. enters for the first time on its turn or starts. It must make yep. a saving okay. throw or take... Oh, yeah, what's the 20 on my save? Yep. So, two. Two. Okay, well, that doesn't seem to really affect it very much. Uh, radiant and it, damage. I think it's going to most likely attack Parker. It seems to have fixed upon Parker. But I'm going to roll because there's a chance it will attack Burple. 1 to 4 Parker, 5 to 6 Burple, 1 to 4 Parker. And it rolls its first attack. It rolls an 11, which is oh, a 16, a which is not enough. And then the second attack uh, rolls a 2. It's a hopeless. And we move on to Cuthbert. It's your that. turn in so. the corridor between the cells. So you always get a little bit of luck. Mm-hmm. All right. Burple has shouted out about an invisible weird spell 
spirit, something, air, something, people. Parker's clearly involved in some sort of fight, but you can't see what Parker is fighting. Well, I think on the basis of heavy metagaming, but also the knowledge of what's kind of happening, Cuthbert's going to go up and stand behind Parker, touch him on the shoulder and go, here you go, dear chap, and cast a protection from evil and good on him, which protects him against elementals. So oh, anything attacking him has disadvantage. Can you give us a tour of the spell, please, um... I will give you a tour of the spell. Mm-hmm. Until the spell is concentration up to t- 10 minutes. Until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. The protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant effect. Classic, classic D&D spell, reinterpreted into 5e in a much sort of simpler way, but love it, love it. <laughs> right, great. That's Cuthbert. Anything else? No, he's moved and cast a spell. There you go. Okay, so we move on to Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy. Right, uh, okay. Not clear what's going on with you, Uncle Buggy. Burple shouted a warning that this thing is something invisible is heading around towards you, but there's nothing there. Mm, something right. evil this way comes. Can I try this door? You can try it. It's locked. It's locked. Um, was that just a, a interact with a one object move? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. Okay, and on my action, I'm I am also going to do a protection from evil. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Everybody's got one of these uh, things. Right. It's my last spell. Back to the top of round two, and it is Burple's turn. What do you want to do, Burple? I'm going to do a cure wounds on on Parker. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, being taken, I have to say, in my adversity, I'm being taken very good care of. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so the gold contract, uh, isn't it? Uh, Park is going to put a picture of a rainbow in this kitchen window. Roll, <laughs> yeah, <so> 13. <laughs> oh, oh, 13's good. It's good. It should be a lot better than that. Okay. Anything else from Burple? I think I might just... No, that's it. It's your turn, Parker. I, I'm saying that you know that it's... You know enough about where it is to have a, a shot at it. Right. At disadvantage? You have to know roughly where it is to even have a go at disadvantage. Okay. Well, we're going to do the usual hits on it and everything. Give it a shot. Yep. 2d20s. Giving me... Well, the, a three is not going to be... It's not enough. The second attack of 14 and... An 11, so that would hit armor class... Yes. 16. Yep, 16 hit, yep. So that's six points of damage, and then... The that's arm, with your fists, is it? Or what is that? That No, that's uh, with the shillelagh. So it's okay, six magic. points of damage, yep. And then... No, five, five plus six. Armor class enough. 11. No, I'm sorry, that's okay. not enough. Well, a little Anything bit else of damage on it. No, that would be me. Sessions? I'm a bit stymied on things to do, to be honest. I think where well, you could, you where you are, sessions. I mean, you're doing damage. Right? You could possibly move up one square so that even I'll, if you decided to move back, it would still be. I'll shuffle up one square. Yeah. So you're bringing it further within the range of your of yeah, your guardians. Yeah. Yep. Also, nothing, I guess, in the bottom left-hand corner of that room that I can't see. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Anything else? Screams of pain emanate. I can't see it at all. Yeah. You can't see anything. No, you only you only know that there's anything there at all because Parker seems to be randomly wellying at some <laughs> area of space next to him. 
And he's getting a bit of narrative from Burple about where Burple is telling him that it is. That's all you know. I've already told the dead um, tumbling dice. Should I see it? Yes, gotcha. Okay. It's its turn. It has to make its saving throw. It rolls yeah. a nine. What was the DC? It's DC 14 wisdom, I think. Okay, what's the damage? Uh, 3d8. Nine points of radiant damage. Saved half. You don't know whether or not that really worked because you can't see, but I've uh, done the accountancy. And it is going to strike one to four Parker, five to six Burple. Rolling a d6, getting a six going for Burple. <sighs> Burple, it is not going to be attacking at advantage. It rolls a 16, it's armor class 21. Yes. It does 2d6 plus 3 bludgeoning damage. First attack uh, does 5, 6, 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Nine. And the second attack rolling a 20. <laughs> I can't believe this. this is the third 20 you've rolled yeah. in the session. We all can see which dice I'm using. And it is going to gamble. Of course it's going to gamble. Family in the audience, they can't see him. But nevertheless, life-changing amount of damage. Rolling another 20. <laughs> It's another 20. Instant kill. Head pulped over wide area. Great decision there. Oh, shut up. Terry from Doncaster. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming down. One in four hundred And he chance. is going to pick a card. It's time, to pick a... it's time to go to the board and pick a card. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Body split in two. Critical hit deck for GMs. Deal one card to Mike. There is the card. I'm going to turn over that card now. And I can tell you that the card is called... (laughs) Setback. (laughs) (laughs) In your face. What are the odds? Uh, What does it go? Slashing, piercing, bludgeoning, magic, right? Okay. Well, uh, we we won't go into the details, but suffice to say, it's not done anything to you. I don't even get to roll normal damage, do I? No, you don't. No, I don't think so. Right. Read us us the card. Come on. It's it's deafened. It's deafened. (laughs) Does it become at all visible? I don't know why it would become visible. No, it's just deafened. I'm just checking since, you know, I'm looking for it to become visible. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I mean, I think that would be the first thing I would tell you. See? It was diverting and mildly amusing. (laughs) That was its two attacks. Now, let's have a think about the other one. It certainly doesn't seem to be attacking anybody. It doesn't seem to be attacking Bugrove. doesn't seem to be uh, surfacing. You don't know what's happened to it. It's a bit of a weird puzzler. Uh, we move on to Cuthbert on 10. Cuthbert, if he were to place himself in the position where he can cast the spell. Hmm. So let's see, he moves into the room and just kind of sidles along the wall. Could he fire a firebolt, which is a cantrip, at where he thinks it could be and roll a mischance? Well, it would be attacking at disadvantage. I think from your position, watching Burple Parker and this invisible thing interact with each other, you're going to have to make a guesstimation about even vaguely where to zap your firebolt. Right. Give me a perception check. I've got a number in mind. If you make oh, it, you then you can roll at disadvantage. Uh, 15. 15 was the number I had in mind. Bollocks. Okay, so yes, you can have a go. <laughs> yes, at disadvantage, you can fire your, your firebolt at, into the square where you think it is. All right, so I'll roll this twice and I rolled an eight and a nine, so eight, eight is going to be a eight miss. is a miss, and that is it for you. So we move on to yes. Uncle Buggy. Uh, Uncle Buggy, how do I open the door? Can I bash it? 
you can try and break it open. Brute force ignorance. I'll try and smash it with my. Uh, I've got 16 strength, so I got plus three. Make a straight strength check. Yep. It's not athletics check, or is it a strength check? It's just a straight strength check. A 16. There's not enough. You go. Boof, it rattles. It looks quite sturdy. This door, Uncle Buggy. Okay. Do I think I need a very high number to get it open? Is it going to be possible? I think. Give me a perception check. I don't know why. No, give me an intelligence check. It's not really a perception issue. It's a, an estimation issue. Okay, so... I don't really know what we're fumbling for here. 14, I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> you think that it's possible, but that it's going to take quite a feat of strength for you to do it. Uh, okay. Yes. Top of round three, and it is a bubbly-wubbly-woo. What are you going to do? I'm going to hit it with my sword. Yes, you can see it. You can just thump it. Hitting. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, that's the end of your round, unless you gumble. That was all I can do anyway. I only get one attack. Oh, well, in that case, that's... So, no loss. I can't move away like I was thinking of doing, but... Right. Um, but the reader, I rolled a one. Another yeah. one. Always rolling Parker. Ones. Thank you, reader, by the way, for tuning in to tonight's star-studded episode featuring Terry from Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, people of Norway. All of them? Uh, one of them. I think one person from Norway. I think our full listenership, readership is one person from Norway. One person from... Whereabouts uh, in Norway? Well, I don't know. We don't get that kind of granularity in our oh. statistics. Um, I know I someone mean, who lives in Oslo, so you never know. Well, I mean, it's almost <laughs> certainly it's almost certainly them. <laughs> Hi, Dieter. <laughs> That's our one reader explain. <laughs> <laughs> so low are our readership numbers that I received a direct message on Twitter the other day from uh, somebody who runs another actual play podcast called Dyson Desire, which I recommend you try. And they said, I'll check out your podcast. And the next day I was like, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't make it past episode two, but there we go. <laughs> Let's pick things up with Parker on 21. At disadvantage. You have hit it, yes, Parker. So that would be um, eight points of damage. I mean, you have absolutely no idea what's yeah. going on. The second one, again, mm. a nine and a 12, so 9 plus 5, this is 14, is 14. Hit, uh, Parker, yeah. It's a hit, lovely, so not that I know. No, well, you feel your... 2 plus 2 is 4. Okay, yeah, you feel your fist slam um, into the creature. Then finally, uh, the flurry of blows is... Well, that must be, if a 9's a hit, then yes, a 13's a hit. A yep. hit. 2 plus 3 okay. is 5. Right. Reasonably, Reasonably successful. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's all, yeah, it is all, it yeah, is all literally right, yeah. adding up. Was better than I did. Yes, couldn't be worse. That's Why doesn't fast well, no, efficient? I'm not going to start uh, running your characters for you. Sessions, it's your turn on twenty-one. I'd love to run your characters for you. You wouldn't need to be here, right? A whole podcasting <laughs> thing would become a lot easier. It would just be me going. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do all your. Well, no, voices I wouldn't necessarily then, to do much. voices. It's only for my own yeah. amusement. Do you know what? That's a really yeah. good idea. Why not next session? You, yeah. you do it. And then we pick up the following session. You just explain to us where we're at. I think if I do the whole of next time, then you can do the next one without me there. You'll just have to imagine what yes. might happen. Anyway. Well, given that you would have been talking to yourself for like three hours. I think that Paul would say I've been talking to myself for 55 years. 
<laughs> for a very long, very time. long time. Just pour <laughs> his phone on the far side of the room while he watches television, hearing my <laughs> tinny voice <laughs> burbling away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've, I was talking so much, as always, that I've forgotten where we are. Sessions, what happened then? I'm just waiting. If it becomes visible, I'm going to cast Tumbling well, Dice. Well, it doesn't become visible, crashing. but it does attack. It's going to attack. I really want to bring Cuthbert into the risk zone, but I don't think I logically can. So I'm going to roll a d6. One to three, Parker. Four to six purple. Yes. Before it does that, can it not make it saving oh, throw or God. take damage from the spirit guardians? Sessions with his clipboard. <laughs> ah, excuse me. I think it's time for you to take some damage. <laughs> oh, sir. damn it. Do you like that? Do you like Ooh, 18 points hello. of damage? Ooh. Radiant oh, damage. Do you like oh, that, oh, sir? Oh, oh, sir? Radiant, radiant sir. sir. Oh, look over his shoulder at you, sir. Oh, it's going to go for... No, I forgot what I rolled. Did I roll my disc? I rolled one to three, which is Parker. So, Parker, here we go. Attacking at disadvantage. Yeah. So I don't think it knows, you see. That's the, the thing. Yeah, I just don't think it... Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to roll a disadvantage. Its first attack, it rolls an, oh, it's going to be an 8, which is not going to be enough, so it doesn't need to roll the other dice. And its second yeah. attack... You see, now I could roll the other dice, just in case that next number is a shit number. And then free up the good number for the proper second attack. Uh, no, okay, <laughs> moving on. This is my first roll of the second attack. And it rolls... It was a shit number! Damn! Damn! <laughs> damn! And let's just roll to see what that first number would have been if I had done what I thought. No! Oh! <laughs> 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 the last one, let's one just have a look and see if it would have been... Oh, it would have been... Oh! oh, oh borderline. No, borderline. <laughs> well, that's the end of it. So, all immaterial anyway. Yeah, all right. <laughs> An immaterial world. Don't go on. Cough, but it's your round on 10. Does Cuthbert need to roll another perception check to fire yes. another thing out? Yes, he does. Unless he gets in there or he gets some kind of guidance. All right, here we go. Oh, 14? Perception of 14? Not enough. Not enough. Do you want to do anything else? God damn it. No, there's nothing else I think I really can. You just can't work out where to even start. We move on to Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy. Um... Can I do a perception check, see if I can work out what this thing is? What, to try and find There's another one, isn't there? Well, you've heard Burple shout that something was coming around towards you, but you've not detected... Yeah, give me a perception check. Everything's possible. I'm going to listen out, see if I can... Mm -hmm. Uh, 14. 14 is not... does not reveal anything. Anything else? Not a lot I can do, really. Don't really want to go on the boards. No, I see your point. Okay, top around four, it is Burpley Werpley Woo. Burple Happy well, I'm going to try and hit it again. Because it was such a good wheeze last time. It was so successful. Yeah, yeah, give it a go. Yeah. Yeah, see, see if you can replicate your one. See if you can do it two rounds in a row. I bet you I can. Yes, I've got a good feeling about this. Uh, uh, 12. 12 in total Yeah. is not enough. And that's you done? I just don't want it to be, but yes. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I move <laughs> away. Dark of Opportuna Fish. I could do an invisibility on myself. No, I'll stay there. Parker on 21. First attack is um, arm Ooh. class 15. Is enough. Is, is a 10 and a, a 16. Solid thump, yep. So that's uh, seven points of damage. Yes, with the shillelagh. With the shillelagh. Yep. Then another. Oh, that's oh, a, dear. a one. one. So that's the end of that, and that ends your round. Ends my round. Never mind. Well. Sessions Eper, Cleric of Misfortune. How uh, wounded do uh, 
Burple and Parker. How wounded is Parker, uh, Parker now? How wounded uh, is Burr Parker? Here. I'm, I'm all right at the moment. Against this creature, seeing as it has disadvantage against me, I wouldn't... Okay. Uh, I'll save the healing for a bit later. Yeah, save the healing for later. Sessions, are you going to do anything or are you going to maintain your ready action? I'm going to maintain my... But if anything kind of attacks us that I yeah. can see, it's getting... Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. here we go. One, two, three. Parky, worky. No, woo. can we first of all make it saving? No, oh, yeah. He's 14 wisdom save. Oh, painful. No, I don't know about that number. Okay, what's the damage, John? 17 point of damage. Oof, bloody hell. It must be. Must be dying. He's getting battered by uh, the spirit guard. That's a ridiculous spell. From midair, you just hear disdainful laughter. And a voice next to you, Parker, says, I am so far unwounded by your childish (laughs) attacks. There's a horse in here. And it's going to have a thwack. One to three, Parker. Four to six, Burple. It goes for Parker, rolling at disadvantage. First attack. It's going to be not enough. And now I'm going to make the same decision. I'm not going to be bitten twice. This is its second roll of the first attack, getting rid of the shit number. And now it gets its second attack. That was a 14. The second attack. First dies to uh, 17. No. Yes, that's brilliant. Uh, Wish I would stop rolling at one to three. (laughs) Bollocks. Cuthbert. Is that square to the right of Cuthbert next to Parker? Is that safe to stand on, or is that, as shown, which is a bit kind of... Looking at our map, I would say... Well, I wouldn't stand there if I were you. All right. I'm not going to stand there if I was him, then. What I will do is I will use my dash action, my bonus dash action, to go and stand ahead of... So you're running through everybody and running running around the other side. Running through everybody, running around the other side, joining the... The Malay. The Malay, and going to then do an attack at disadvantage with... The short sword. I'll allow it. Well, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And then I'm going to do... Rolling a two. Yep. A, an attack at disadvantage with the rapier. With mm-hmm. the first attack. Armor class 18 is a hit. Uh, is a disadvantage, so rate the other roll. And the other roll uh, is an 11, which is a miss. Yeah. Okay, there we go. But I'm now in there. Uncle Buggy. Um, living alone on his little island of wood. Yep. <laughs> Stuck away in the corner of the chamber. To touch the boardwalks. Front line front fighter. As front usual. line fighter. At I'm the at the front. front. Yes. I'm at the front. Hang on, hang on. He's We're heading north. Stuck. I am the furthest north. I'm at the front. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm not going to get into the same old row about where Uncle Buggy is. What do you want to do, Uncle Buggy? Do you want to do anything? Um, can I actually start bashing, <laughs> bashing the door? Rather than trying to what, do the old dis- You want to try and dismantle the door by doing damage <laughs> well, on it. Rather than join well, the in compact. Well, someone was disintegrating doors and bashing doors rather than rather than just doing the traditional Yeah, but that's in your famously lenient and understanding, encouraging DM style. <laughs> mm. Doors have hit points, right? Doors have hit points. You can try... No, the doors have feelings. Doors you have hardness and hit points. Yeah, well, they, no, they don't have hardness, that's... Yeah, we sort of established that the rules are a bit bit rubbish on doors and breaking them down. Yes. Roll to hit the door. So I can roll, I can do damage on the door. Well, you've got to roll to hit it first. Okay, so, oh, this is why. It's wearing scale mail. That's plus seven. And it's got a cloak of protection. And it's got a displacement spell and it's got a very much. I (laughs) re-roll a one because I'm a hobbit. (laughs) Damn. I roll a... Uh, Okay, that's hit the door. And roll the damage on the door. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage on the door. Can I bash again? It's a resilient door. Okay. You get two attacks around. Yeah. A 12. 
12 is a... Oh, this would make me very happy if it was a miss. It is a... Uh, is it dodging out of the way or something? No, it's, it's a hit. swinging <laughs> open and close that so you miss it. That is a miss. <laughs> <laughs> How is it a miss? It's a well, glancing can't, blow. Can't hit a barn door. <laughs> because armor class is an abstraction. Literally uh, can't hit. Couldn't hit a barn Johnny. door. <laughs> Literally. Um, is it really a miss? It's really a miss because a door has an armor class of 15. Bugger, right. I'm going to use my old dice. And this... No, I'm not. <laughs> you could... I think the idea here is that you've not actually physically failed to hit the door. Blow. But you haven't... Yeah, you haven't done a blow that's done a sufficient... So, so it's a bit like the hardness, I guess, so of 3.5. Not all armor class is how difficult something is physically to hit. Otherwise, plate mail would make you easier to hit. Mike, Mike, you're explaining to someone who's been playing for 43 years. <laughs> uh, right, well, that was position. moving on to the top of the round, round five. It is burpily, whirpily, woo. I'm going to hit it with my sword again. This time very you successful. are. This time you are, Dan. Yeah, you have got, to you've got to believe. Yeah, this time. Got yeah, to I've, believe. Got, I've got a very good feeling about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can't fail. Do you believe? Come on. Roll hitting oh, armor class oh, 26. It's a critical. Is it now, a critical? I'm going to. Now, purple. It's a chance to win life changing amount of damage. Would you like to gamble? Or are you going to take the prize I've got here for you? I. <laughs> Try and, no, don't look up there. They can't coach you. You Think. can make the decision yourself. <laughs> I'm going to take the damage. You're going to take the damage? I'm oh. going to take the damage because... <laughs> Sylvia is very relieved. Because I'm going to yeah. throw in one point of my bardic inspiration. Mm. Yes. Which does an extra 3d6, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. doubled and becomes yeah, 6d6. He killed it. It had one hit point. I, I just wanted you to throw in the extra resource. Oh, really? Yes, really. Ah. Fell for my <laughs> trap. Blatted all uh, over a large distance. Well, you don't really know. Oh, yeah, you do know because you're the only person who can see it. It sort of goes. I don't know. How does a <laughs> uh, how does a wind a wind item it yeah. farts? Yeah. 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 Just goes. It just goes <laughs> off like a balloon yeah. with the air. <laughs> and that is the end of look. Combat avec les uh, les monstres invisibles. What are we going to do now? Bugroft is struggling with the door. You guys have destroyed this wispy thing. What do you want to do? Well, there's another one. Can you see the other one, Purple? Oh yes. Uh, not from where I am. No, you can't see anything from where you are. Could you possibly? Oh well, move I can move over to the mm -hmm. west. Yeah, you want to stay? Yeah. In, we, should we stay in round sequence or shall we break out? I'm not well, it's the end of my round. I I I, I think we start in with round a mighty sequence. blow. And I use my move. I suppose I can't see it from there, then. No, can you I? can't see anything. No. Um, Parker, what do you want to do? Well, if Burfel is going to look out, then I will attempt yes. to walk across the walk the walk, plank walk. again, as it were. Yep, you're unmolested. So one, two, three, four, five, six, Yeah, middle-aged man counting. Eight, Always nine, great radio. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> so I can basically move to one square before the sort of Yeah, safe you can bit. see Bugraft looking puzzled, staring at this door yeah. that seems <laughs> to be I don't know, Close, he thinks confused some, why I can't some kind of source some kind of sorcery. Moving. Yeah. yeah. He's sort well, of leaning against the door, butting it with its head in desperation. Well that's good for Parker. What about sessions Epa? 
See, now Sessions has got his whirling playing cards. This is quite interesting, strategically. I'm not sure I'm protected against that. I think you are. I think Uncle I was outside Buggy. the radius, isn't I? No, you don't need to be in the radius. radius. You just need to be nominated. You were all together in the main warehouse room when he he cast it. So you are protected, yeah. Have to be able to see you when they cast it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the problem. He nominated everybody. Yes. Mm. Does he know when um, he comes up against something? This is why I said this is quite interesting tactically. I would say no. I don't think it makes a noise like a kind of buzzsaw finding, you know. Does he feel a disturbance in the force? No, I don't think he does feel a disturbance in his pants. I think it's just... I think I, it would happen. I would have to make my saving throws where I to be having to make them in secret. Mm-hmm. I'm going to edge up to the end of the floor, just in yes, front of right uh, at the edge of the water. Yeah, but right at the edge of the water, and I will sort of just gently move to there for now. <laughs> so basically, a fantastically non-committal. Okay, but no, I, th- I think now I'm covering the walkway and half of the room. Uh, everybody's favourite heterochrome. Cuthbert, ouch, splinter. Cuthbert's going to kind of move very carefully along Mm -hmm. the walkway, Mm -hmm. the initial walkway. What can he see in the water as he walks along very carefully, making whatever checks he needs to make? I don't think you need to make a perception check. I think, assuming that Uncle Buggy shouted out what he could see, Mm -hmm. uh, although all they ever, (laughs) Uncle Buggy ever seems to say is, is it dirty? Is it dirty? Peering into the water on either side of you, there are sharp metal objects in the water just below the surface. They could actually be weapons. It could be deliberate. Could be like a spiked pit trap, but having weapons pointing upwards. It could be just like that, yeah. Which they forgot to push you into. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling annoyed about that, but there we go. Well, I had one go and I failed that. It's the DC is not. Anyway, what are you going to do? Work your way into the chamber? Yeah. Okay. I'm working my way into the chamber and then I'm going to kind of head in the direction of... Now I can see him, bugger off. Uncle Buggy, it's your go. I'm going to attack the door again. Okay, make a roll to hit. I know it's, well, you know it's armor class now, armor class 15. <laughs> it's a miss. <laughs> it's a miss. It's a miss. Yeah, and have, have another, another one. Yeah, have another go. Yeah. Oh dear. Another okay. 10. Okay, so you're thumping at this door, but you're not landing a telling blow. Oh, that's ridiculous. Well, there we go. You're the one that's a big fan of 5e. Um, ba, ba, ba. We move on to Elpish. Are you bashing at this door because you were unable to open the lock, or what's the? He had Correct. a go at opening the lock. Well, he you failed. Traditional but... means of bashing a door down, and it's too difficult. So now I'm just destroying the door. Trying to destroy the door. Except instead, what happened is the door ended up destroying you. Purple right. will move up next to Parker. Okay, so we've now got Parker and Burple and Cuthbert and Bugruft all so on I the still little... still can't see that other one. Gantries can't see anything, no. Parker, what would you like to do? I'll move up. My intention is to obviously try and pick the lock before the door hits back at Bugruft. Yeah. Now where you're standing means that you're in the way of the door, so I can't have a go on my turn. Standing there is the only thing that's stopping the door um, opening. Retaliating. Killing Bugraft. yeah. <laughs> I'll move out of the way next time. Anyway, Parker, what do you want to do? I will move on to try it. Right, so we're all, you're all gathering around. Can I have a go at um, opening the door? Uh, that was basically my move. Can I have an action to... What do you want to do? Oh, how how well, are you going to try and open it? Do you want to try I and pick the lock? Parker can try go and... in the same square as me because I'm just a hobbit. Parker can go in the same square as you anyway. Right. I'll try and have a bash at it as well then. We're going to literally thump it and try and do damage on it. Uh, force okay. it, yeah. Yeah, have a, have a roll your attack against the door. 
This is what we've come to. We should have a, a quick chat about um, book. We're in book four, by the way, which we've not really discussed. And it did occur to me today that so terrified are you of um, anything plot related that <laughs> given the choice of visiting Eligos and describing to her what you knew of the Ebon <laughs> yeah. Triad. We went off on a- the looming Age of Worms, the mysterious Chios. And all of that stuff, you were presented with an opportunity to go off and just basically, literally, just stand there and attack inanimate objects, <laughs> and that's what you've done. Yeah, I was and up no, for going after her. Yeah, but you're no, always up for the plot stuff. In my vision, either. So. Yeah, but we thought that there was more time pressure on this side of, of the story than I know, on the it, other. Yeah. It was logical. Yeah, someone tried to kill us. It was Graham. It was logical. It was wise. Can I have the full flurry of my monkish blows on on this thing? You're going to beat your fist against the door. You know, like a toddler. Like a toddler locked in its bedroom. Okay, give it a shot. (laughs) You're going to bring this door down. That's a 17. You managed to strike the door. How much damage do you do on Uh, the door? Nine points of damage. Okay, the door is looking a bit damaged. Do you want to hit Second it again? Second attack, yes. It's uh, 17, I can't 23. Believe we've come to this. Mm. I can't believe 23 is this. another hit on the door. That yeah. would be yeah. I mean, this seven is points of damage. Embarrassing. It's looking like another good solid blow on this door might, might break it off yeah. its hinges. Or... Probably mon- monkish kick is 22. Is a hit. Okay, Doing, and how much damage? Uh, five points of damage. Five points of damage, and you sunder the door you smash through its timbers <laughs> and it bursts inwards part of it on its hinges part of it dangling off the lock yeah fixed a bit of a revealing a shabar leading off to your south it squares off this room there's a hole in the floor uncle buggy standing in the doorway can see more than parker who's standing a little bit further back uncle buggy there's a jagged rip in the floor on your right in the corner to your right that looks like the floor has just fallen away, a bit like in the chamber, the big chamber that you've just been in. And then on the far side of the chamber, to the south of the chamber, you think up against the wall that would be the northern wall of one of those cells, there looks like there's an opening, but it looks like it's a, a, a manufactured opening, like a square. Hmm. Well, I relay that to everybody else. I don't think we're in round sequence anymore. Who wants to do what? seeing as Parker would just bash the door down he can see that as well yes you can see that there's an opening Cuthbert's going these floorboards do they look drier and less uh, they do they do they look they look can Uncle Buggy give me a perception check and Cuthbert I think who can see enough Cuthbert hey perception hey a 10 10 from Uncle Buggy and 20 from Cuthbert Cuthbert you can see there are some kind of tracks have you got survival can you give me a survival check survival check i do have a survival actually survival of 14 yeah you i mean it's not it's not exactly challenging there are tracks leading up and down this room to and from this opening in the floor to your south well, i'm gonna go down well, there follow the tracks and go down i'm to gonna the head head down to parker cuthbert are you looking down are you looking yes. over the edge of this thing yes there is a square shaft that leads down and then after a, not very far there is water and just as you look down parker down this square shaft with the water below you a barrel just rolls up to the surface of the water just kind of spins Ooh. and we will pick things up Ooh. next oh. Oh, that's so interesting oh. 
Oh, we're gonna go off and do something else and we're never gonna do what we were supposed to do. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. Encounter at Blackwall Keep and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Encounter at Blackwall Keep was written by Sean K. Reynolds. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.